It's time for the Pokestop Podcast, your stop for all the Pokemon chat. And now, your hosts, Rob Roberts and Shane. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's another week of the Pokestop Podcast, your stop for all the Pokemon chat. My name is Rob Roberts, and joining me as always, say hello to Shane. Hello. How are you doing, Shane? I'm tired. You tired? Yes. It is. It's Saturday night, and we could be out clubbing, but I here would, we are. Why would I go clubbing? I don't know, but here we are doing a Pokemon podcast, but that's yes. okay. Pokemon is awesome. Yes, it is. How was your day? I'm super tired because I got up at seven to work, and then after work, I went to a little kid's birthday party, mm-hmm. which I um, I fell asleep on the couch during, or actually right after, and then some other personal stuff I had to do, and now I'm here, and I'm still very tired. Gotcha. Um, and of course, I'm sure the question everybody's dying to know, how many more shinies have you caught only, since our last episode? Only and one. What? I have been so busy what? with work that I have not, I've been neglecting it, but I did catch a shiny Dunsparce, like yesterday i was like if i've been playing more pokemon than you potentially well you have to beat the game mine's just for i'm working on it i'm trying we talked about that last week i did make progress this week though good yeah no new badges but i think there's a long stretch because i may have peaked at like what's coming ahead i think there's kind of a long stretch i have to do right now in the game before i get to the seventh gym so yeah that sounds right. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Well, hey, we are actually not alone this week. We are joined by a special guest here in studio, uh, someone else local to us that has not been on any of the Vogue Network shows, but a buddy of mine I met playing Ingress, but as I found out, knows an awful lot about Pokemon. We're going to talk about that and what's going on. So say hello, everybody, to Joshua. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. How about you? Good. So you are a local to Sacramento, where our show is based. Just uh, like theoretically, yes, yes. <laughs> or do you wander all around Northern California? Are you, um, kind of. Do you have a home? Uh, who has a home, really? Do you wander across the land, searching far and wide? Well, some things reside within us with a lot of power. <laughs> something, something. Uh, too much Pokemon in my head. Okay. Wait, everybody's blasting that theme song out of cars lately, though. I'm surprised you don't have all the lyrics memorized. I'm. So. I know I do. I'm whistling it and humming it whenever I'm walking around. I'll catch myself <laughs> riding my bike home and I'm just like do 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 do. Son of a god. That's fine. It's fine. So with Pokemon Go being like all crazy, that like everybody's into right now um have you been like to like old town or downtown when all these like crazy masses of people are around so so i've been everywhere so um this this last weekend one of the the biggest time the the as as uh, a friend of mine says the most magical time in pokemon go history um i went it's week-long history oh my god (laughs) it went I went to Capitol Park, for example, and the Rose Garden in Capitol Park in Midtown Sacramento has anywhere between three and six lures going on just in the Rose Garden at any given time with anywhere between 50 and maybe 100, up to 150 players just there. Last Sunday, we went to uh, Old Sac, and just on the pier in Old Sac were no less than 150 to 200 yeah. players I believe yep. at any yep. given time. Definitely. It was actual pandemonium, and everyone's staring at their phones, but in that way where it's slightly angled up, so you know that they're actually playing Pokemon, and everyone is playing. There were lures on every single Pokestop inside or near the river to try and get water types to show up. It It's it's amazing, though, because I would just talk to my, I'd go up and be, hey, did you catch anything good? And they're like, you know what? There was a Kabutops shadow that showed up. No one caught it. There was Poliwag down the way. There's Slowpoke spawning right here. Stand here for 10 minutes. 
and it's been epic. I I can't even overstate how many people are out in nature and in the sun and talking and making friends with perfect strangers. We always, we're always told never take candy from strangers, but no one said anything about taking Pokemon from strangers. <laughs> we can't trade yet, although supposedly that's coming. We'll Hopefully see. in the next patch. That's yeah. the that's the theory. We'll see. Anyway, let me let me back up a little bit, but because obviously the explosion, the continued explosion of what's going on with Pokemon Go is is huge in the news. But let's talk about how you've kind of experienced a little bit of that firsthand. Um, you you and I met because you were playing Ingress. Now, how did you get um, like? turned on to Ingress. That was kind of related to Pokemon, right? It was. So what happened is when Pokemon Go was announced, Niantic, the company that made both of those games, was announced and said, this is what we're doing. We're part of the team with Pokemon and Nintendo. And so uh, what a few of us did, uh, me and my friends, we were like, okay, so what's this Niantic? We never heard of them. We looked up, we heard about Ingress. Uh, um, I downloaded it. I looked at the descriptions of the things. I didn't even look at who my like friends were playing. I immediately chose Enlightened. And Good choice. Right? And I still, seriously, I live in Midtown Sacramento. That is where the Enlightened live. We're so not biased on this program whatsoever. Not even. <laughs> I'm not. It's it's green. It's not blue. So Yeah, but he, he may have been forced by his friend to play green anyway. Well, I've got a lot of friends. I was like, are... this is not a joke, Shane. You are not to play blue in this game. Even though it's a yeah. better color. <laughs> but I, I know a lot of people who join blue because it's their favorite color. Yep, that, no that's exactly domestic. why I would do. Yeah. Um, so, by the way, Pokemon Go people, I'm Team Instinct. Just we so all you know. are imperfect. We all make mistakes. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you mean Valor? Because Valor is the... Well, well that, I guess we can all agree on that in this. Look, no, I, here's the thing. The, the, the wars between factions is getting ridiculous. I'm, I'm just, officially, I'm Team Harmony. So just to explain something real quick. I, the is, reason, this a, is this a hippie no, commune thing? So two things just to explain to you. you it, we're, anyways, Family show. Uh, it is? Exactly. <laughs> How unfortunate. When? So... Since um, he decided he wanted to use strong words against me. I'm oh. being very, very careful. So, one of the reasons why I'm here is because uh, not only am I friend with, friends with one of the hosts, but I'm the owner of a Facebook group called Pokemon Go Sacramento Social. It is the largest Sacramento-based Pokemon Go group. It has over 2,000 members. There is at least one other group that is actually in the same group range, and he and the owner there and I are talking to each other and being friends and collaborating. Um, and because of that, I was able to hop on uh, an interview with Fox 40 and do some other stuff. And I was able to have a lot of fun with that. Um, but, and how much of that was in the past week? You're up to 2000 members, but like how much of that was since the actual launch of go? Because I joined that group during the beta. Was there maybe 150 150 people? or so was about the thing. I made that group seriously months and months and months ago. I was one of two local groups. The other group um, I wanted to collaborate with, and they said, actually, this is a group for our comic book store. We're not doing social events. And I was like, oh, you're advertising as a social group. And they said, yeah, but we're actually a private group for our store. And I was like, okay, so never mind. Well, gonna... they got on that business thing before a lot of other people. We'll talk about that they later. They did, but their group is not doing so well. So um, the point is, is that I... I heard a little little veiled shade in a that uh, bit, comment. Just a, just you can a... keep going. I mean, it's interesting. Go ahead. Joshua is a dark Pokemon. 
He throws um, a lot of shade. Well, you know, I uh, I do love some of those Gyarados bite moves. So, um, that particular group and I did not decide to get along. So I started the group, but literally right around launch, it just exploded. I got up to when I did an interview with Fox. I had a thousand members. When when they called me, I had nine hundred people. By the time that I confirmed with them the interview, I had a thousand people the same day. And by the time that I got to the interview, I had thirteen hundred people. And now I'm at uh, around twenty one hundred. And this is probably going to keep climbing, right? Um, it's it's tapering off a little bit, and I expect it to. Technically, Pokemon Go is a craze. Right. Everything is a craze, but it's a craze that has changed the gaming world just permanently. I actually absolutely agree with you, as somebody I mean, who's been commenting on games for 14 years that everything has changed every everything everything has changed well it's 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 interesting and i i haven't really had a chance to get into this on on any of the other shows but you know there's been a lot missing from arcade culture we can blame xbox live and some of the internet related gaming things for the reason why we don't really have arcades anymore and i think in a way pokemon go has brought back arcade culture it's just brought it back in the world it's it's a crazy wonderful thing but um you know we're only a few months away from the inevitable knockoffs i'm sure it is if disney isn't plotting because if if anybody's got characters that can go toe-to-toe with pokemon it's disney so if they're not plotting their version of this they're idiots have you seen disneyland photos with lures oh i'm sure oh my goodness so the lure modules that attract pokemon in game Disneyland is covered with Ingress portals, which about 80% of Ingress portals became Pokemon Go stops or gyms. Yeah, and they would delete some, usually usually in dense areas is where the deletions are happening. When there right. was already like a ton in a city block, right. they deleted it. Actually, every single one that was deleted was kind of like a dumb one to begin with. Like the, the few <laughs> near my work, the one that was deleted was a yarn tree, and the yarn tree had colorful yarn on it, and that was the one that didn't make it through. And the other one was like statues outside of an indian restaurant that were gorgeous or there there was some colorful um people shaped bike racks and there was this one that was a historical set that used to be a firehouse and i'm like okay you transferred all the good ones good for you well what's interesting though i would be very curious what niantic's algorithm is with all that because like in the beta here at this park over here the slide was actually the gym and that changed. Now the slide doesn't exist, and they moved it to the one that didn't exist in the beta. Near my house, there weird. Were, the gym was two blocks away, right on top of a uh, Resistance player's workplace, which I was not super thrilled about. <laughs> um, and then once the actual game came out, the gym moved to right outside my front door. I just have to step outside my house and put up an instinct gym for everyone to enjoy. But what I was saying about Disneyland is that it is covered in portals and is constantly having lures dropped on it. Right now, yeah. more people are paying attention to Pokemon while inside Disneyland than they're paying attention to Disney characters. That, I agree with you. Disney is going to try and come up with its own thing for this, but no one can do augmented reality like Niantic. No, Niantic had the backbone that the Ingress players built over the years. Especially with Google. It's going to be hard to tap into that. Disney will do it, but they'll only support it for a little bit and then shut it down, just like they did (laughs) at Disney Infinity. (laughs) Like, oh, look, Skylanders is a big thing. We can do it, too. Three releases later. Okay, we're done. How how long do you think this lasts, Joshua? How long do you think we're going to see Pokemon anime playing on the walls of small businesses in downtown Sac because there's just crazy people out there at night trying to... How long does this last? So, be 
because of a variety of reasons, which I won't go into, I'm already in, I've talked to, I'm already talking to the owners and managers of one restaurant trying to set up like events. And I had a meeting with them trying to say, how can we capitalize on this? And I'm like, okay, here's lures. If you're on top of a lure, you get to do this with lures. This is what a lure is. Oh, by the way. And they're like, okay, so maybe if we put on, if we pay the $10, several restaurants are already already doing this and they're very clever. They're putting up advertisements. There's one restaurant that put up advertisements. If you're on Team Valor, you got a bigger percent off than if you were on Mystic, than if you were on Instinct. And I almost had a tiny, like, aneurysm, but I decided to let it go because I do not need that stress in my life. Were you going to go walk in there and snap your fingers? I am not going to shop here. Because of your preference. So here's the thing about Josh when he loses his temper. (laughs) I am really, really stable. Weird, but stable most of the time. But it has been pointed out to me that when I lose my temper, I always regret it afterwards. And things like that make me lose my temper. And I only lose it in a verbal way where I just, like, unload on people. And I'm like, you know what? The police are already weird enough about Pokemon Go and people being out in the parks late at night. I do not need to do anything more here. Especially, to be frank, a lot of uh, the ethnic groups are starting to be really afraid to play Pokemon Go late at night. Because they've already been several, like, arrests and kickouts of parks. Um, I have several friends who are like... You, if unless you're a little white boy, you cannot be playing this game at parks at night where there are just like all these groups of people parked outside Capitol Park or outside major national parks playing the game at night. At 3.30 in the morning, there was an interview done off Fox. I don't know what reporter was up at 3.30 in the morning, but good for them. Trying to be like, why are you, why are you sitting here in front of, ca- in front of the Capitol at 3.30 at night playing Pokemon? And it's like, because this is the best time to get a hold of gyms. Sorry about it. No, but you, you bring up a valid point that I think goes into a lot of deeper issues about America right now that I'm not going to – I don't think we should yeah, probably get into Let's not do this. I'm but, sorry. I mean, the, the reality is – I mean, the, the, you can at least say that you can definitely see the, the effect that Pokemon Go is having on pop culture and culture in general when we're making observations like this that, wow, we are learning through Pokemon about maybe some things – that are really hard for us to look in the face about our culture right now not, and some of these things. Not to go into the points, because we're not going to go this way. That's not what we want to do. But a lot of my friends are saying, you know what? It looks like Pokemon Go came out at the exact same time that a lot of social media is dealing with a lot of racism. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, maybe what should we talk about? Should we talk about Pokemon Go or should we talk about racism? And I'm like, it's actually really easy to talk about both because it's a little scary right now. And it's not just scary right now. It's always been scary. But that's just the way that it is. But uh, I... But you know what? You know what? To try to, to, try to take, turn this into a positive, I think there's a lot of, like, very positive things we're hearing about. Just, like, people going out and capturing Pokemon together. Like, it doesn't matter age. It doesn't I, matter I race. It. it doesn't matter, like, any of that. Because, like, it's like, where's the Pikachu? Did you see the Pikachu? Yeah, it's over there. Like, it, it, like, it doesn't matter. Like, because everybody's got that, like, common... Yeah, I walked. I walked. I walked through Fremont Park like on my way to work the other day. Fremont Park is the only place in Sacramento you can catch Electabuzz. They live there seriously. Every like twenty four no, hours, they no, well, I guess I, I got them in Elk Grove. I guess that's still not technically Sacramento, but I got like two of still them. Still though, like consistently, they're in Fremont Park, but mm. never anywhere else. Ghastly are consistently in Roosevelt Park and nowhere else, which is why you I'm have to s- wonder if each park has like one designated. Pokemon. I literally have already had this theory, yeah. and I'm. 
still trying to prove it. But when I was walking through uh, that south catching Electabuzz, I told everyone else, I walked through the other side. There were three people standing there. I'm like, did you get the Electabuzz? Go get the Electabuzz. And that's the whole point is everyone's making friends. But I am seriously considering that these parks have different things in them. Weird thing, Capital Park, not registered as a park. Everywhere yeah. else is registered as a park except for them. But I'm wondering if maybe each park gets like its own little special Pokemon. Southside Park has a lot of Nidoran, uh-huh. especially Nidoran female, uh-huh. um, which isn't like that epic. But I mean, Nidor- uh, Nidoqueen. But it's still well, it's still not, not something you bad. find everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, the park by where I live has a. Um, every time I'm driving by, it has Lickitung every single time. And funny, really? where do yep. you live? Because I might need Elk to... Grove. <laughs> okay, and the only other th- like there's I know that in Mather is the Gertini Farm. Uh, and I, yeah, I heard about that. I need I some Gertinis. Dying, dying to go there because I caught one in Alkali Flats on like E and Eighth. And I am dying to go Gertini hunting. And you know what we're fortunate enough to have here at this park, Pikachu. Is the oh you you know what I keep running into I still have not caught a I am seriously I am level twenty one there are only uh, there are only so many players over level twenty at this point I actually have a job I have a couple of them and I can't play all the time my roommate is level twenty what twenty three he's one of the highest player uh, highest level players I've run into he's got pokemon for the gods because he's got like some victory bell that'll rip you apart and that's only like his eighth level his eighth best guy and the, and the, the experience for those that haven't gone there yet the experience really starts to skyrocket when you hit 20 like you know you have a very gradual climb to level 20 and then it's like what then suddenly it's like you need a hundred thousand xp or something to level up from 20 to 21 it's right? dramatic yeah it's big um, and it just gets worse after that it's I, exponentially increasing We'll talk a little more about Pokemon Go later in the show because, um, you know, there's some other news yeah, going on rambling. about the game. No, that's okay. But um, I'm curious, like, you know, because this is a, a show that encompasses a lot of, you know, Pokemon, other types of media, too. Like, what – how did you get into Pokemon? Like, why why were you excited about Go in the first place? Okay. So, um, Pokemon Go, the game, is in its 20th year anniversary, right? I yes. Mean, yes. So it's in its 20th year anniversary, which means all of its players are in their 20s and 30s. The original players of the games are in their 20s and 30s. The age of cell phones. So when every... There's this story that some of the creators of Pokemon and the people who work in its major CEO, they'll get inundated with emails about, you should make an MMORPG for Pokemon. And they will take the emails and read them to the entire company and everyone will laugh because it's the stupidest thing they've ever heard. (laughs) And yet, they have now created, not an MMORPG, but something so... So much better. Something that's actually getting people outside in so many droves that it drove a global blackout last night from the UK to New York, basically for half the day not able to play. For me, I was part of that original thing. I immediately, as soon as it was announced, do you remember a year ago when Google did that April Fool's joke? Yeah, which many say was kind was of the, the precursor. precursor. Yeah, Because they had been working on it for, what, three years beforehand. So technically it was in progress when Google made that joke. And if they were working with Niantic, and Niantic is a subdivision of Google, Google could have known about it, and it could have been that kind of heads up. I'm, I have this very weird little personality trait where I love... Things that are systems 
that are contained. If you have like, if you're like, you learn these eight things and they make a pattern. And then if you do them over and over again, it's like a form of silent meditation. I'm like, I will learn all eight of those things. I will not learn one. I will not learn two. I must learn all eight or I will go crazy. So with Pokemon, I'm just like, there's 150 of them. I'm going to catch them all. I'm going to evolve them all. I'm going to have at least one of every single type in my thing. You know what? You can actually bite me because <laughs> there's at least five who can't be caught right now. But yeah. whenever I'm evolving and like transferring Pokemon, I always make sure that including the one I'm going to evolve, I always keep plus one because I need to have that you need the physical death sitting in my yeah. thing while I also have a Flareon, Vaporeon, and Jolteon. I need to have that Pidgey sitting there while I have a Pidgeotto and a Pidgeot. Even though it is just literally the most useful, useless thing, except for gaining experience, which I did earlier today. I gained a level and a half, like seriously, just doing Lucky Egg and evolving a million Pidgey. But did you, it, was this a thing for you, like you said, you said you were into Pokemon before, like, did you play like Red, Blue, Yellow, the old school I, Game Boy games? And did I you get played, into it with that too? I, <laughs> I, oh my God. So I won the, when I was in junior high, I won the magazine drive that we had because the second place sold like 54 magazine subscriptions and I sold 80 something because I was crazy. And <laughs> the first place prize was getting to go on like this shopping spree at Toys R Us for like a hundred bucks. So I bought like all the Pokemon games that were available, the originals, like red, blue, yellow, or whatever it was, and had like $10 left over. And I played them all. I lost blue and my original Game Boy in a Taco Bell bathroom when I was a kid <laughs> traveling from my grandparents' house in South California to my home in North California. And it was the worst thing that I ever... like. I played the originals so hard. I was forced to share my copy of Red with my cousin, and he made me get Charmander. And I, ser- I, lo- I know y'all love Charmander, but I am a Bulbasaur and Squirtle guy. Till Squirtle's the day way I better. Freaking yeah. way better. Squirtle's my favorite. Squirtle is definitely. Now that I realize that you can catch Bulbasaur and Charmander in Sacramento, I wish I had chosen Squirtle. I did choose Bulbasaur. That was my bad. Um, well, you can get Bulbasaur here too. You can get everybody. I got them all. I haven't been sack. able to find Squirtle anywhere. Old Sack. That's where I got Son it. A... Have you followed the games since the first ones? Do you do you check I in did, with the later ones? Or? I I played the first round. I played the second round. I played the third round. Generations. Um, I did skip fourth because it started to fade out. Um, I have gone back and played several. Crystal was something that I replayed us several times. Um, I, I, I love it, and I love the, the theory. When they introduced the new types, I lost my mind, loved it. When they introduced Fairy as, like, a counterweight to Dragon, I lost it. I just evolved a Wigglytuff. It's the first Wigglytuff I've seen in-game for Pokemon Go, and its big move is, like, a Fairy type that is legit. I cannot wait to take on some friggin' Dragonite off of those Team Mystic that keeps showing up all over my hey, house. watch it. Watch it. Tread carefully. I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> saying that there's a, a... Friendly rivalries are good. Team bashing no, is fine. not. That's the difference. Um, but, yeah. So, I've been following the game ever since. I'm not as obsessive as I'm going to guess Shane. Yeah, um, yeah no one is. I, I don't like. think it's actually possible. I think it, there's a pathological need-to-be-diagnosed kind of issue going on here. <laughs> Most likely. Um, <laughs> 
But I, I have been following them, and I just, I love it. The nostalgia alone, even if I didn't think that it was amazing gameplay and actually had, like, a cohesive set of logic-teaching tools, it actually teaches logic to people. Without that alone, true, the true. nostalgia alone is astounding. I think that there is actual mental wealth to playing these games, not just in mental health of getting out and playing out in the daylight with Pokemon Go, but the logic alone, it's so profound. Let me ask you one more question, and then I know Shane's dying to get to some news. Um, literally. 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 Dying. He's about to pass away if I do not get to this. Um, who's your favorite Pokemon? You only pick one. That's I. I can't even answer that. How is he supposed to answer that? He's going to try. Well, I'm okay. less crazy than you are, and, <laughs> and that's I like saying this something. guest. I'm that's saying something. My favorite Pokemon. I'm going to keep this to the original 151 because I just see I just, Shane would never. Shane would never. He'd I be would, like, I would never. People are too. They just cling to it's, the 151. There's 600 like, more of them out there. It's <laughs> like there's nostalgia and it's cool, but. Like, you have to recognize there's more things out there. It's the same way with people that think that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is the best Power Rangers there ever was. And I get mad about that, too. All right, all right. Let, let him answer my other yeah, Let him answer so the you question. Know what? You, you and I might have to fight about Power Rangers later then. Um, <laughs> so if I'm going to pick one, and I'm going to pick it purely on nostalgia, not on type effectiveness and not on anything else, because we'll get into that. If it's just something that I always loved... My first email address was named after Vaporeon. I am obsessed. And the fact that we finally figured out how to make Eevee evolve properly in Pokemon We're going to get into that later. Because the first two that I got by random were Flareon and Jolteon, which I don't mind. But I love it. Although, I, if I'm going to give like second and third place... Nope. Just one. I also <laughs> love just... Lapras. Y'all can suck it. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to some news and talk about what's going on uh, with Sun and Moon. Because, uh, you know, Shane, obviously, anytime there's just the littlest tidbit from Japan. Um, Shane's... It's not the littlest tidbit, first of no, all. No, I know there's some big stuff this week, but yeah, I'm just saying in general, anytime there is the littlest tidbit, I have a hangout message at four in the morning. Yep. Guess oh my God. just announced yeah, in Japan. Yeah, I just watched this trailer four times. OMG, <laughs> OMG, where are you? <laughs> anyway. Pretty much. So to kick it off, uh, Koro Koro leaked, uh, which is a Japanese magazine over there. And we got two more Pokemon added to the Alola region. We have Kiteru Guma, who is a normal fighting Pokemon. Looks, People are saying like it's a red panda. Um, I think that's probably accurate. It's very funny looking. It's like pink and black i don't know but it's um, like a pink face and a black and then like the this white black. ear thing that kind of looks like it's wearing Sounds like, like a really horrible fashion icon <laughs> it's i like it now it took a little bit to grow on me but um it has the abilities of either fluffy or klutz and fluffy if i'm not mistaken is a brand new ability which we don't know what it does um and it likes to give people hugs but apparently it like can crush you so that's a neat little flavor text, but that I wanted to say him first because the next one is like taking the internet by storm and capturing everybody's hearts. It's a um, ghost fairy type Pokemon named Mimikyu. Love it. Yes. So the whole thing with Mimikyu is that it is a like a ghost fairy Pokemon that wear wears the discarded merchandise of uh, a Pikachu like doll or something, and the reason it does that 
is because it wants to be as loved as Pikachu is by everybody. And if that's not the most adorable thing in any game ever, I don't know what is. The, the, entire, the entire internet like broke for a little bit following that. I yes. got it all over the group that I'm in charge of. That thing was insane, and it's so cute. It is all the fan art that people are drawing, like just makes me want to hug it even more. It is kind of interesting that they didn't kind of take an opportunity, though, for that this ghost type could maybe mimic other Pokemon too. Well, we don't we don't know if it can. It probably can't, but um, it's. I mean, so the they'd have to make a whole bunch of little costumes for it. I mean, it wouldn't have to be all of them, just, you know, some of the other... The only theory ones. that I read about it is that since they've been trying to get something as popular as Pikachu for all these years, they decided to finally give up and actually make another Pikachu. See, I don't, I don't buy that because that whole theory is like... Well, but there was Pichu. Yeah, every generation we get a new Pikachu, so to speak. We get yeah. plus or minus. But this one's so cute. I yeah, this one, it. I mean, this one does beat... Togedemaru um, for this generation, but it has the ability called False Colors. Um, that's how it's being translated, and I believe that's also a new ability. So who knows what all these do? Um, and I'm super pumped because I need like a team of Mimikyu's now. I'll get just shiny ones, and they'll be great. So now that this Mimikyu is going to be on your team, and somebody had to get bumped off, right? Well, I never had a full team yet anyway. Oh, okay. But... Um, Wait, you said it was Ghost what? I ghost it was, Fairy. It's not Ghost Electric. No, it's I Ghost it was Fairy. Be ghost Electric type, nope. considering it's, it's no, it just friggin' Pikachu. But it's just wearing like merchandise of Pikachu. It doesn't Still have though, its a, ability. It's its tail is a is a is a twig. So and there's a Ghost Electric. There's Rotom. Oh God. Yeah, everybody forgets about Rotom. Uh, no, I mean Rotom is amazing. He's just like schizophrenic. The Jesus, uh, frig. Um... <laughs> But uh, okay, so well, hmm, I like it. Yeah, I always want to make a team of water subtypes. That was my thing. Well, there's some some decent ones so far for this uh, generation coming up. Ooh. We also got a new Japanese trailer, which shows off a lot of footage and some new stuff. We see that Eevee doesn't have an evolution. This game shows eight little Pokeballs around it. Um, but most importantly from this trailer, oh, and we also get to see Mimikyu for like half a second, which, you know, just everybody loves. Um, we see that one in one of the, the battle Royale or Royal or whatever it is, um, shots, the trainer has no hat, meaning we can customize the character, hopefully with no hat this time, which is a first for the series. And they added Tauros riding and, addition to Stoutland, and we also see Lapras and Sharpedo. And we kind of learn what those bracelets do that have been on the artwork for some time now. So it looks like, and this is all still speculation, but it looks like those bracelets let you have access to like a super special move or possibly power up a move because we see the trainers do these weird little dances and then these little crystals that we see in the bracelet art um, appear in front of Rowlet and Litten and um, Poplio, each signifying their element and color. And then after that, we see this just ridiculous move come out. And we also see one for Pikachu, but we don't see the little crystal in front. So it looks like those bracelets are just giving us access to either more powerful moves or powered up moves for maybe all Pokemon, maybe some Pokemon. Who knows? I was going to say, it did look like very specific dancey kind of moves. Do, do you actually think that it's going to be like specific to Pokemon or specific dance moves? Or is it 
I th- character base. I what think, think the dancing just from the video, I think each dance, because you can kind of see four you, you know, different ones, I think they represent the elements that uh, the crystal that you're using is. So, like, the first one we see is the one before Pikachu, and they do, the trainer has their arms in kind of the shape of a lightning bolt. When you see the one that you would assume is for Poplio because it goes third in the, the next set of dances, um, it looks like kind of like they're doing flowing water with their arms. Can't really place the grass and fire, like how that's supposed to represent. But those two specifically really made me think that these dances or moves that they're doing represent the element okay. that you're using. So Before we get off that, did, I, don't, I, I don't remember. Did you say which one you're going to be starting Sunday okay. with? So the whole thing, because this is important too, I didn't put it on here, with... The um, with this video and what we see from the bracelets lines up with a lot of or some very specific leaks that have come out, and these leaks also are tied to the final evolutions of the starters in terms of we may have already seen them at this point because of it. And if that is the case, if these leaks are true. I was Team Poplio. I will not be Team Poplio now. Um, Poplio will be dead to me, and, oh, and I may switch to Team Poplio. <laughs> if that, yeah, that I, I mean, need that to should see these because I love I will, some Team Poplio. Uh, no, actually, oh, actually, I still love Litten. At the end um, of the day. I will switch to Rowlet, which was my runner-up anyway in the three. Um, I really hope it's not. I really hope I can stay Team Poplio because I do love Poplio, but I am not staying if it turns into what I've seen. I just absolutely hate it with a passion and will. Club it with a wow, rude or man. I thought I was dramatic. Wow, I was not at all prepared. (laughs) Um, do you have any comments on that, Rob, about the trailer? Because I made you watch it. Well, just well, uh, a comment on on your whole uh, switching teams. You're a hater, but what else is new? Um, but the the video was yeah. I mean, I'm I'm in this weird place. For me, I'm really excited for Sun and Moon. I bet you never thought you should be. I bet you never thought you'd hear me say that. No, never, actually. Here we are doing our Pokemon podcast, and I'm excited about Sun and Moon. Well, if you're so excited about Sun and Moon, then you can head over to Amazon, because Amazon in the U.S. is offering a very special edition of the game. Um, It is a two-sided steelbook cover of the game. One side Solgaleo, the other side Lunala, and it comes with both games. And it's eighty nine dollars, eighty nine ninety nine. I don't need both games though. No, Why? Why? I, I literally pre ordered two copies of that. No, you know what? I might pre order that for someone I know who's a little too obsessed with Pokemon. Again, not as much as Shane. No, but you're not gonna. I mean, there's people on the internet that I'm sure are, but not one anywhere. or two. Yeah. No, I literally have now two copies of that pre ordered, and then I will get the digital copy for both games, and then the digital copy of both games in Japanese. My wallet is hurting listening to this. So is mine. So it's that's why but I kept it out in any, the car. Any Pokemon <laughs> I want, assuming I'm still getting Moon, which is where I'm leaning. Any Pokemon I want, any Pokemon I want from Sun, Shane's gonna have 500 of them while he's shiny hunting. So I'll just that's be true. like, trade, trade, trade. It'll be easy. It'll be so easy. Yeah. See, trading. That's uh, I that I. Sorry, I'm not trying to pull it back to Pokemon Go. I refuse. I'm just excited about trading. Just. Never mind. Which, I, you know, was the whole point of Pokemon. Oh, my Even God. Though, I'm so he excited. won't it? do it. I he won't trade. Do it for his decks. I will, I, I, I will not trade with people I don't know because I do not want a hacked Pokemon. And even though for sure. No, for sure. Even though I don't. You want to win the game. Even though I don't play competitively, I refuse to do it 
like I have to know you I like for- in person usually. I forgot to trade. that because I did Wonder Trade this week. I totally forgot hacked Pokemon was a thing. But what I got was garbage. Legit. No, actually, it was it was that dark uh, ground alligator thing. Oh, yeah, sand dial or yeah, sand dial, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which you know, him. which I'm playing Alpha I, Sapphire. I like so. how literally he's the host of a Pokemon chat, and he's just like, yeah, that that crocodile. That's why thing. I'm here to correct exactly. him. I'm just and like you're like, oh, look at that pigeon. Uh, it's named hold, Pigeon, hold up, hold and up. that rat. It's named Ratata. I'm he- I'm here representing the casuals because there's a lot out there that casually like Pokemon. Like fire dog. Who are getting and back that into it fire Pokemon horse. Go. And he's the sick one. And that rock no, thing, or that other rock one. thing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, um, those are cool. Uh, I don't know how long those pre-orders will last, but they are Amazon exclusive, so get on that while you can. Um, another interesting thing to come out is that in Japan, they are doing uh, kind of two strategy guides. One that is a story guide, and the other that is just a, like, decks, so you can see all the Pokemon and probably where to catch them. The interesting about interesting thing about that is there's a double pack, so you get both of them, but it comes with a serial code that gives you a special new item for Pokemon Sun and Moon, but we don't know what it is. So that's kind of weird because items, unless it's something to evolve somebody, I mean, they're pretty standard across the games. So uh, I'm very interested in seeing what that has to do with anything. Do you think it would be something like a Mega Evolution Stone, or do you think that would well, be a... We haven't even seen any Mega Evolutions for this game yet. There is speculation, if you slow that video down, um, the new trailer, that on the inner part of the wrist bracelet thing, there is a spot for a Mega Evolution stone. So um, I don't think they would include it that way, because how would you get access to like the people in America then or other regions? 99 cent DLC. No. Wait, though. They went through all of the effort of making Mega Evolutions. You can't imagine that they're actually going to take that out of the new Yeah, generation. that's kind of where my it, If they at. did, I actually wouldn't care. I, I mean, wouldn't care either, frankly, but I can't imagine that they would waste that much effort. But as somebody who likes watching the competitive side, even though I don't participate... Seeing Mega Evolutions go would be fantastic, in my opinion. Oh, for that. Um, but then again, the a lot of the abilities we've seen come out of these new Pokemon also really mess up the competitive side. So I'm happy for that, too. So if we get new Megas, great. If we don't, the, that leaked list uh, of information does list new Megas specifically for the Kalos starters from last gen or will be last gen. So um, we can see. I hope not, though. Uh, and then the last thing I have to say about Sun and Moon this week, uh, the special edition Japanese 3DS LLs, or sorry, new 3DS LLs, um, they come with special themes. The systems are a yellow Pikachu system, and then there's the system that's black and has outlines of Solgaleo and Lunala on it that I believe Europe is also getting. But if you get the black system, you get a Solgaleo Lunala theme. If you get the yellow Pikachu system, you get a special Pikachu theme. But they're just themes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get super into the themes on the 3DS. Well, I've got That's my Splatoon one. I love crazy. it. I, yeah, yeah, I love my Splatoon one I have. It's really cool. Well, it, well, you don't even have a Pokemon one. That's interesting. I have a Pokemon one, but I like the, the Splatoon one a lot. Do, does that cr- crazy. Does that crane game ever give Pokemon stuff or no? Yeah. The, does yeah, it? yeah, yeah. They it's do crazy. that quite often, actually, mm. uh, especially in Japan. I stopped checking. Yeah, I did too. 
Um, but yeah, that's really it for the Sun and Moon news this week. If we're getting off of Sun and Moon just before we do, I yeah. have a quick little fun question for all of us. Okay, okay so the professor in, uh, from uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon is named... Uh, he is Kukui. Kukui. Kukui yeah. Right, Pro- uh, Professor Kukui. And then we have Professor Willow from Pokemon Go. Now, who was the professor in the most recent Sycamore. Set? Sycamore. So there's been some stuff floating around the internet between kind of the three of them, kind of between Kukui and Willow. Are you just talking about how they're hot or something? About how they're really daddies. Every, they're yeah. daddies. Sycamore is not. He's younger looking. He is, but I like Sycamore. The thing about them is that everyone is starting to notice that there are a little bit more adult themes as we grow on and on in Pokemon, but especially these last three professors, especially the last two. We've got, like, the salt and pepper Professor Willow. We've got the Hawaiian <laughs> chill Daddy Kikui. I, I think that's just uh, society's tendency to hypersexualize everything, and it's nothing to well, do. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just... I think it's just everybody's getting older because i'm sure there were some people that were into professor oak back in the day really i back in the i day. don't know i'm willing to bet that he has fewer fans than the not not to not to bash professor oak he i'm, I'm sure i'm gonna get a deluge of emails back in his day from professor oak fans um yeah you probably will but um I will say that kikui and willow and sycamore to to a degree some really Fine daddy material. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh I can't help. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> but you sh- well, surely you've seen it on Twitter. Shane. Oh yeah, I've of seen course. The- yeah, is, they it, even brought are either up- of you fans one way or the other. That's my secret. Oh, I like. Yeah, Sycamore. I don't keep secrets. <laughs> like, if um, I had to pick one that's actually attractive, I would say Sycamore. But I don't know, good say call. That. Um, they like- they brought up the kukui I- thing on. I like um, kukui. The treehouse segment at E three, like the one Personally, of the chicks I'm is like Willow. What? I'm probably Willow, frankly. <laughs> I mean, Kakui is a real. You see Willow for like though. two seconds in the yeah. launch screen. It's like yeah. there's a bye. He comes back every once in a while. You don't even he's... have like a, a rival kid to fight. But he's or got anything. that great salt and pepper. I don't care anyway. what people say. I think I mean, what kind of show? What kind of show is this? Is, what kind of show? Um, sounds like a Vogue show, show to that me. We're talking about Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. They're, they have Pokemon. I'm sure Professor Willow is drowning in Pidgeotto and Zubat and Rattata by now. Um. So anyway, the uh, other thing we wanted to quickly mention before we get into like the Go news is that Pokemon Tournament did finally announce their uh, new character, and it is Darkrai. They're also adding more customization options for characters in the arcade, as well as bringing some of the stages from the Wii U version to the arcade as well and there is a new like mission mode so we don't live in japan so i guess it really doesn't matter to us but maybe we'll get dlc of dark cry here uh he looked pretty cool yeah i'm sure it'll be dlc didn't there weren't there other pokemon that were in the data like did they announce support pokemon no too? nope they hmm. only announced dark cry so scissor and um empoleon we have no idea where they're at if they're gonna even show up ever huh. interesting I guess we'll see. Uh, I do have a little bit more of Go to talk about, and then we'll get into some um, emails and uh, tweets for this week. But uh, while you talk about Go, I'm going to show off that starter stuff real quick. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna show Joshua the uh, starter stuff and what they evolve into? No, I I, th- I think we need to hear this. Okay. <laughs> 
Again, wait, these are wait, these whoa. Are okay, so I'm go- I'm gonna talk for just a second here. No, so I'm so Ra- shocked. So Rowl, yeah, hun. Um, so <laughs> Rowlet, the Owlet. Sorry, I just eye rolled. He had really to stop. Roll yeah, okay. I actually had to stop Tina Fey style. Um, <laughs> this is looking like some winged archer steal from the rich, give to the poor kind of nonsense, which. I do not necessarily mind, but he's shooting an arrow. Instead of having a feather on the end, it's tipped with a feather. I'm very, I'm very confused. Okay, um, Litton the is kit- a pro wrestler. Litton the kitten <laughs> does look to be a pro wrestler. Um, very humanoid, um, and no longer on t- four feet. Now is by no longer on four feet, which uh, makes everybody upright. mad. I mean, this is like a luchador meets MMA. Seriously, I'm again. I'm not really sure what to think about this. Now, Pablo is the worst. No, wait, no, Pablo is no. the best. No, I hate it so much. You are welcome to hate it as much as you like. Now, this is interesting. Mm-mm. Now, okay, so for all of you who are curious, <laughs> yeah, it's Poplio, a radio show. It's basically the Little Mermaid meets mm. um, the circus. Uh, it's it's very it's supposed to be like a siren, I guess, kind of. Oh, it's like when they try right. to okay. It's when they try to imprison Daryl Hannah and Splash. I don't know what this is. It's like I guess in, I'm when they try to age. imprison you and Splash. <laughs> so, so what we're looking at is something that's got a very more mermaid-like tail, but like seal-like upper body but with a lot of that mermaid humanoid in it i kind of love it it's very feminine so i'm not sure that what is why do i about hate genders. it wow how it exceedingly just... um anti-feminine misogynistic sometimes some pokemon i'm fine with it and sometimes like mr mime Have i think ever... that's hilarious whenever i see a female <laughs> mr mime i'm just like Oh, I see you're going through a rough transition in your you know life. What? I'm so sorry, can I help? It's, I think it's mostly because I have this image of what I, or kind of like this idea of what I wanted Poplio to be, and that is 100% not it. So to it heck me. with gender norms, I say. That's fine. That's I fine. agree. I just don't like that. So basically, in the end, what we're looking at is we're looking at a Rowlet evolution that winds up bothering the king of Sherwood Forest. We're looking at a cat who looks like he's got a little bit of a roid problem, and we're looking at a uh, seal who may or may not be having a very fun transition in their life, uh, which may or may not end up in the circus. Um, which started in the circus, frankly. If you look at Poplio, it's just it's it's really the circus. I'm, All right, anyway. I'm probably going to give Poplio these are rumors the anyway. There. Yeah, We're giving so too much credit cro- to rumors. Crossing fingers are not true. All right, uh, well, let's move on. Talk about some Go uh, related things. So, uh, how many of you guys have your uh, Go Plus um, accessories pre ordered? I, I do. I hope you got them before the game launched. Cause you can't find them. I, I do not. I cannot find it. But I'm Oops, starting ew. to be curious about the actual usefulness of these. Things. I, yeah, I'll, I'm still got one because I just I well, have. Yeah, because you're gonna get it. Yeah, but... you're gonna get it. But apparently, the pre-order site is up on Nintendo UK, and on the compatibility, it shows that it's compatible with iPhone iOS. Does not show compatibility with Android. So that has some people wondering, is the functionality of these going to be limited to iOS? 
That or, would be the funniest nonsense. Well, actually, okay, here, I'm even an Apple person. I have an iPhone, but actually, I would think that's kind of messed up because they took all It's the, absolutely messed they up. They should have said something ends. before those first pre orders were opened. It was announced in the original announcement of the game. Yeah. They cannot, they cannot do that. If they're do that's. They have made foolish moves in the world. I mean, we all saw the Popsicle Pokemon, which actually turned out to be one of the best ice types in the game. Are you talking about the ice cream Pokemon? Yes. There's no Popsicle, because I would burn it. I am so sorry for <laughs> your pedantic exactness. Although, to be honest, he's actually actually absolutely right, folks. And especially when it evolves, it becomes a double ice cream Pokemon because that's... The only no, thing be- you know what? No, because never the only mind. thing better than ice cream is more ice cream. Never, never mind the ice cream Pokemon. How about the trash bag? I love Travis. He's adorable. <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> okay, the point is that if if that's what they did, they're they're going to have uh, some actual some drama ver- on their hands. very angry fanboys. Drama about having the servers be done when it's a brand new game. That's one thing. Drama about this is going to be actually a problem. Yeah. No, and I think Android people have every right to be irritated if this is something, especially if they're being locked out. I mean, if there is a serious technical reason why it can't happen, then I hope Nintendo's ready to explain that. Is it something that maybe could be um, added? Like, could they add the compatibility later and not have to ship new ones for those people? Well, Niantic is known for developing things as it goes. I mean, that's why we started off without being able to trade with no PvP, which may or may not be coming. But there's, there's a difference between adding features as you go and announcing this is the game and at the same time we're releasing this awesome thing that's going to make it look like you're the ultimate Pokemon trainer and be able to have it and people can find you when you're working and you can be like, my break is in 15 minutes, let's battle then. You you, you can't just relegate that to one of the two major platforms, the two platforms that you provide to. They're going to... I'm willing to guess that that is an oversight in advertising, and if it is not available for Android, they will actually have a problem on yeah, their hands. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be pretty. Um, let's talk about, you You mentioned this a little Unless bit earlier. it's not useful at all. <laughs> Which is also a possibility. Uh, we mentioned earlier the game launched in Europe, so finally our friends overseas are able to play all sorts of countries over there. What, like 26 countries I think launched this morning? Right. And of course, with the launch of all those countries, the same thing inevitably happened there that happened here, except it affected all of us, and that is that this the game went kaput this morning, at, for us this morning, uh, for the uh, folks overseas, that was prime time. And nobody could play the game. Uh, folks overseas, welcome to what happened when the game launched for us, because the same thing happened. Interesting, though, there's a hacker group claiming responsibility for the whole thing. Um, I don't know. I, it seems a little convenient to me, and it just makes sense that with the game launching in 26 countries, yeah. it just. So, if any was of you have much. ever watched the movie Pompoko, which is uh, an amazing movie by Hayao Miyazaki, um, there is a moment where someone takes credit for an amazing thing that someone else did. And I basically think that humanity is really uh, prone to exactly that, which mm-hmm. is why uh, that movie is such a wonderful comment on human culture because I I think it's possible that that group may have been like, Oh no, we totally hacked it. And that's why we are so, they awesome may have been we... trying to do something. And yeah, they then may the have been, game... tr- yeah, they like, may have been they trying to find out where Mew is going to spawn. I mean, what they're not there. Everybody Mew and Mew too. It's Photoshop. Okay. It's, yeah. Actually, it's if you click on them, if you click on the Mew one that, uh, that some of the pages have been doing, it shows its moves in it. The second move is uh Photoshop. 
Power 60. Um, so when it comes to the actual... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm, I'm clutching my eyes and clutching my pearls. He's because... had a little much to drink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Miss White Wine. So... My concern is more with the fact that this company is trying to lay claim to having done something illegal. No. I think that... Welcome to the internet, though. The really good... Well, <laughs> the internet would never lie to us, hon. So, the... Uh, so, the UK had beautiful weather. I know several people who were living there. They were very excited to go out and play. They go out... The entire European market just crashed the servers with like an extra what million downloads? Oh, I'm sure. Just this morning, um, and remember, folks, everything. It still hasn't launched in Japan, where it's oh. expected to be the biggest. Wait, what do you mean it hasn't launched? It's not in launched Japan. in Japan. Pokemon not. Go is not in Japan. Am I crazy? Yes, I thought, you are. Okay, never mind. So, uh, well, I think that has nothing to do with. I Pokemon. thought I heard that the beta Android people got theirs already, but I think that's it. Yeah, no, the beta uh, people maybe. got it worldwide, which is why the servers were having such problems the first days, or so Niantic claims, is because they were expecting only people in Australia and New Zealand to have the game, and instead, everyone who played the beta worldwide got access and their servers were completely under able to do it and then they tried to release in america because they were trying to catch up and it just was a disaster Uh, uh. that's what i hear but that's just you know the internet would never lie um but the uk just crashed the whole thing it was it was a nightmare um i want to talk about also these viral wait breaking news what i just got a shiny congrats which one kekleon Yay! so he's got a little nice blue strip across his stomach oh he's mine now what number is that Oh, I have I haven't added a lot Where's of your the ones. I, I've been lazy on that too, but I'm like in the 60s now. He's right. really complaining, isn't he? Uh, I think so. Anyway, uh, have you seen some of these viral videos now on uh, Facebook? Where like uh, what was it? A Vaporeon, I think, spawned in the middle of Central Park, and there's all these people swarming out oh, the cars. To go I'm catch waiting it. for someone to get trampled. I'm so it's, excited. Well, you got to be careful. I mean, there's some you know some of the dark side of of society is coming out. Uh, I'm sure you guys saw that story uh, that was going around about how some folks actually fell off a cliff in Encinitas. Yeah. <laughs> These guys so that's not funny. Don't well, laugh. Then they why am I cliff. laughing if it's or not how funny? About, or how about the girl who got hit by a car and her and her mother are blaming Pokemon Go? Well, Either way, ridiculous. no. Either way, all of these people are not taking responsibility for their own foolhardy actions. I was literally on the news. They They edited out everything except me warning about safety. Welcome to the news. These... <laughs> These people, this game is going to be the ultimate form of Darwinism. I mean, until the government finds a way to shut it down, which it's already trying to do. Which is going to be, these people, if they're going to fall off a cliff, if they're going to not pay attention to the point where they're so unaware of the world around them while playing a augmented reality game that they're going to hurt themselves... I well, think it's absolutely the epitome of foolishness to try and blame the game for your own inability to actually look and notice that there is a cliff or a car. Well, the people that fell off the cliff aren't bring, blaming anyone right now. But yeah, the, 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 the car, car girl is. is and yeah. her mother is, too. I'm like, well, I'm so sorry about your problem. But you just, I mean, let, let it be a lesson learned for everybody else. You know, I don't know. I'm not as willing to say... You know, well, ha ha, those people, you know, but like, just be, let it be a lesson to everybody. Watch yourself, look for signs. You know, these folks, there were no trespassing signs posted and things like that. You've got to just be careful. You've got to be careful. But then that also makes me think these are portals and ingress that somebody submitted in these areas. And mm, 
I don't, that that's the part that makes me go. They shouldn't have been now, and this is very bad that people were submitting in places they shouldn't have been. <sighs> anyway, uh, let's see. One other thing I want to mention real quick uh, is the whole uh, EV evolution control method. Oh, the God, one I'm that so I excited. wish actually this, seems to work. Yeah, I wish this was uh, said a long time ago when I evolved mine because I heard Swift gave you Vaporeon and it did not. So if you haven't heard, okay, so there's a there's a meme floating around out there that the. Evie's second move actually controls what it's going to evolve into, but that but is it's, false. It's completely false. So I would have had my Vaporeon instead of Jolteon. Apparently, what is proving to be true is that if you give the Pokemon a certain name, you can control it. So if you give it, um, what is it like? Uh, f- f- I, and I, oh, just I don't. Re- I don't have the. Rainer is the water one. Sparky is the electric one, and Pyro I think is the fire one. So if you give it that name with a capital first letter and the rest lowercase, no extra spaces, anything like that, if you give it that name, it will evolve into that type. Um, um, but it only works one time. But uh, it has been working, which is the very interesting thing. Uh, for anybody I know that's tried it, it works. Um, we tried to tell Joshua that this would work, but he was like, no, I'm going to do it right now. Okay, and it evolved. Okay, and, okay. and he got the wrong one, and he deserved it. So I didn't get the wrong one. I still want to make sure that I get all of them. I did get a Jolteon of nice level, and immediately afterward, I caught an Eevee of a higher level, so I wanted to save that Eevee, or a better Eevee, to get the one that I'm really looking for, as I mentioned before. I love Vaporeon, so I'm going to try and use Rainer. Now, here's the thing. I've heard two rumors about this, just to mildly contradict what you said. One is that it only works once. Yeah. I also heard that it only works once each. I've heard once each. Is yeah. what I'm was okay. what I'm hearing. So I've heard that it works once each, which I mean I'm I randomly got a Flareon, I randomly got a Jolteon. Am I gonna complain? No, I have a Pokedex to fill. Thank you. But I admit I I'm uh, I live in Sacramento, the land of rock and fire Pokemon. I need a water that actually can function. I don't even know how I got this far in Go without having a water type that well, can function. And if you're not you, doing the gym you so you much. You just ignore the gyms. Yeah, if really. you're just collecting. No, I've been working the gyms like, well, I mean, working the gyms as best as I can. And here's the joke. Inst- I am a team instinct. We do have trouble working gyms because we don't team up the way that Mystic and... I've seen little gangs of Mystic and Valor people wandering, 9 to 12 people yeah. wandering around Sacramento throwing up level 8 gyms. To There's be some fa- scary. That's what you do in Ingress. To be fair, you are not wrong, but um, uh, I, I just, I really, I just, I want a Vaporeon, and you're aware. I'm aware that I was too impatient. I admit on friggin' live podcast, whatever this is, I I have it on tape. We're good. I'll be playing this uh, over and over again for you in the future. (sighs) Let's. I think that's all I'm going to say about Go for now. Um, but we'll see what continues. Team Instinct. In the next week. Yes, because I'm getting text messages about when are we going to Old Sack tonight. <laughs> so, Actually, I'd be down for that. All right. Well, let's talk uh, about some tweets and emails. We can't run out and catch Pokemon until and we... And then I um, have something to say at the end. What? What's that? Subtle. Um, no, we'll find out when I get there. Oh, gee, what a teaser. Ooh, mysterious. So uh, if you're not following us on Twitter, you should do that. Uh, at Pokestop Podcast is the place where you can follow us on Twitter. By the way, we have a website now. Uh, since all that is, you know, when we did our very first episode, we didn't have everything in place yet. Um, but now we have Pokestoppodcast.com, where you can actually go and download the episodes on the website. It, uh, we are in iTunes. We're in the Google Play Store as well. All those good places to find podcasts. You can also comment on these shows 
the Pokestop podcast is built on the vognetwork.com engine. And so when you leave comments and things, we will see them. And we'll be considering reading some of those on future shows. Uh, but I do want to get to some tweets that we got this week on our Twitter uh, Pokestop podcast. First one this week from Henshin Kitty who actually tweeted us saying, great first episode. I've never played a Pokemon game other than Snap, not even playing Go, and I'm still entertained. Dan, I'm going to get you playing. (laughs) So so here's the wonderful thing. Pokemon Go is really easy to play. Step one, set up your avatar early. Step two, pick whichever starter you think looks prettiest. Step three, catch everything. Easy to play. I've heard Go compared more to Snap than anything else, which I'm okay with. I loved Pokemon Snap. Snap. It, it was on the Nintendo 64 so where you were in the cart. And as you oh, I loved yes. Pokemon Snap. Isn't that oh, you always had to turn around to get that Mew. Yeah, and... isn't that kind of what Go is a little bit? Except instead of being in a cart, you are wherever your feet take you. I like it. I like that It's comparison. a little bit like that. And instead of capturing them in photo, you capture them for real. And then you transfer them when mm-hmm. they're, they're useless. We have another, Sorry, guys. That's okay. We have another tweet from Evil Protagonist who says, Great job, Shane and Rob. I really enjoyed episode one. I just left you guys a five-star review on iTunes. Keep it coming. Thank you. Thank you. That's, those reviews and those ratings, they go a long way, especially for a new podcast. Long so, way. Yes. So please uh, keep them coming. Uh, and last tweet from JD on Twitter sends, any thoughts about the broader international release that brought the servers down again today? Well, I guess we got into that a little bit. Yeah, earlier, I completely but... wasn't even around for it. I was. Well, then, work, what are so... your thoughts on that, Shane? I think that's to be expected, and I wish that you know Niantic maybe had something better in place to prevent something like this from happening. Yeah, but you know, it's like they, okay, they had a whole week to realize what it's going to yeah. be like. So... Everybody in the world wants it, and I, I still feel like. They should have known it was going to be yeah. really, really, really huge. I, I actually even... think, all things considered, I actually think it's running better. When you look at that video of all those people in Central Park running, screaming for the Vaporeon, I kind of look at that going, I actually think this is running better. There's probably more people playing this than any MMO in the world right now. I mean, we'll wait and see what the numbers look like. I would bet more people are playing this right now than we're playing World of Warcraft at its peak. World of Warcraft and Tinder have both posted insane drops in usage. Yeah, but I'm, ta- I'm talking about even at its peak. When World of Warcraft during Lich King really? was, what, 11, 12 million? I would bet there's more people than that playing Pokemon Go right now. That's like, like what, like 20 million you're saying then? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Now that it's Again, I'm going to defer to these videos and defer to what, what's happening. In, I mean, we'll see the real numbers soon, but they're already saying... They are saying it's bigger than pornography. When have you ever read that about World of Warcraft? Well, since pornography I, is 90% of well. the internet. This must be 91% something. now. All right. Ooh. <laughs> Moving on. How tantalizing. Uh, we have an email uh, from Fifth Dream. Send us an email. And if you want to email us, you can. Pokestoppodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we're going to read this email. We'll read your emails in a future week. But uh, Fifth Dream emails us saying, Hi, Shane and Rob. I love that you guys started this podcast. The second I found out about it, I dropped what I was doing to listen. Well, I, I hope you didn't ruin it when you dropped it. Uh, great show. I thought I'd share a few thoughts on Pokemon Go. First, I have to say that I have anxiety issues and lately have had some other health problems happening and I don't get out of the house a lot. When talk about Pokemon Go started, I thought it sounded pretty cool. I love Pokemon, but I realized that I probably wouldn't really get to play much since it requires, you know, going outside. But I knew I wanted to try it anyway. I loaded it on my tablet the first day it was out and I had fun, but it only worked on my tablet, which only has a Wi-Fi connection and isn't mobile enough for this game. 
I found out there are two Pokestops a couple of blocks from me, but I had no way to get get to them. After a couple of days, I couldn't resist anymore. I began shopping for a new phone just to play Pokemon Go. Yep, I'm that jerk who bought a whole new phone just for that game. That's not a jerk. I wouldn't say... not a jerk at all. No, I don't think you're a jerk at all, and I also don't think you're alone by any means. There, there have been stories, and I've been paying acute attention to this, about people who actually have agoraphobia, anxiety disorders. I've I seen actually, a story about like an autistic kid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The folks who actually managed, there, there was a woman who actually managed to get all the way to the uh, outside and to the end of her block to catch a, sp- a Spiro um, because she was afraid to leave her house. There have been amazing stories, and just getting outside, feeling things especially getting sunlight and vitamin D, it makes people so much happier. I'm so, so happy that it's actually being able to go well. Well, this reminds me of the whole thing where uh, T-Mobile got in on this and actually said they're going to offer free data to people that want to play Pokemon Go. I mean, so I don't... Yeah, yeah I, for I a think, year. Yeah, mobile comes. Yeah, yeah, T-Mobile's going to offer free data for Pokemon Go. Do you have Go a for recommendation for switching services? Yeah, we'll see. So that's, yeah, I kind of like I. They offer unlimited data heartbeat. still, and I would gladly go switch at this point. Like I'm kind of sick of my company. This is just more incentive for me to switch. Just, T-Mobile doesn't get service in as many places. Sorry, I'm just just to say okay. that's but just anyway. honesty. That's just honesty. <laughs> this is honesty. But anyway, I'm just saying. Fifth Dream, you're not a jerk because actually mobile phone, phone companies are taking advantage of this, trying to get people to upgrade to play Pokemon Go. So anyway, here's here's what I want to say about anxiety with this game. Yeah. If you're going out and you're playing this game, if you're around people and you're feeling nervous, if you find anyone who you think even might be playing this game, the easiest way to tell is they have their phone up at eye level, mm-hmm. even halfway instead of down over like in their laps. You can feel... Like you were talking to someone on the internet or feel like you're talking to someone who was your best friend going up and saying this exact line. Hey, did you catch anything good? Everyone that I've known has been able to say that and you're instantly best friends. You, I know that it's so difficult for people to be able to go up to strangers sometimes, but these people aren't even strangers at this point. These are actual friends that you've never met. It's it's so easy to talk to them. It's amazing. Um, let me continue with the email here because there's more to it from Fifth Dream. I haven't yet ventured out play in the real world, but using a few incenses, I've managed to get a good start on my Pokemon collection. Maybe this weekend I'll make some time to venture out and walk to the nearby Pokestops and catch a few along the way. I'm planning a trip to visit a friend and go to a comic book convention in a couple weeks, so I hope to play a lot then too. I'll be cosplaying as Team Rocket Grunt. That should make it even more fun. I think it's kind of amazing being the kind of person who really loves just staying close to home and hates hot weather and bugs and other things that lurk outside. This game is motivating me to brave all that and get out to play. I think that might be true for a lot of people, and it's probably a good thing. I hear a lot of stories of people making new friends and people who have a common interest in this game talking to each other when they may not ever have had a reason to do so before. That's not a small feat for something that is just a game. Anyway, thanks for listening, and thanks for this podcast. I'm enjoying it a lot already. Smell you later, Fifth Dream. That's an amazing story. Team Rocket, of course. <laughs> of course. Well, there's a lot of love for Team Rocket out there, except when they deface property, which uh, I know was a thing that was floating around out there. Yeah, that so, was. That is it for the email this week. Thank you guys very much. Be sure to um, uh, s- uh, send us your emails, uh, pokestoppodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Shane, what was the last thing you wanted to get to so, before we wrap up? So I just want to defend myself real quick from the incoming emails about my Pokemon sexism that kind of came up. And I want to just say that 
as bad as that sounds, the Pokemon I like most usually are the ones that are not hyper masculine or hyper feminine. Um, and I think they look better that way. One Pokemon that I can use as an example that I think is like the epitome of it could be male or female and it looks good regardless would be like uh, Meganium, um, the final evolution of Chikorita from Gold and Silver. I mean, it's just a dinosaur with like a flower around its neck. That's cool. Typhlosion, same thing. It's not super masculine or feminine. It's great. But then you get like Embor, who I think does not look awesome and is hyper masculine. Or you can get something like um, Infernape. And I'm also very not into Infernape. And it's pretty masculine looking too, I would say. Um, So I don't like that Poplio evolution because it swings all the way to feminine. But if you had like Litten, I don't think that looks that great either. And it's hyper masculine. So I'm just trying to say that I don't want it either feminine or masculine. I just want it to look like a cool animal. And at that point, I don't think it does. So, um, I also have a very important update and that is that I just got a Snapchat from Alan who's out catching Pokemon with your roommate, Seth right now. And, uh, it's a video. It's a video. I can't play it again because it came through Snapchat. So you'll just have to trust me. It's a video of Seth petting a chicken and the chicken is tapping on his screen playing Pokemon Go. So he actually got a chicken to play Pokemon Go. That is weird. You it's cannot amazing. actually be serious right I am now. 100, I'm a thousand percent serious right now. Wait, don't you get like one free replay on Snapchat or something? Uh, don't waste it because I need to see this. As for, the, as for the masculine feminization of things, I will say that I think Gardevoir and, Mach- and Machoke might make the cutest couple that I've ever seen. If you put the two of them together, I think they're... Adorable. <laughs> Come on. Mm, oh, I don't think no. I get to see it again. But I think they're it's so gone. cute. No. I'm not a Gardevoir person anyway. Just Ugh. I like Gallade though because it, I like the blue on its shiny. Like is a better blue than the one on Gardevoir. I wouldn't like Gallade otherwise. <laughs> Well, uh, I think that is going to do it for another episode of the Pokestop podcast. Uh, thank you very much to uh, Joshua for being here this week. Thank and you just, so much. And with us. Best of luck with your group. Um, I know we have an a audience that's all over the place and not just in Sacramento, but you can try to plug your community. You never know. You're welcome to join it. I've got people all over the country who's, who's in it. It is mostly in Sacramento, but mostly it's just about having fun. I mean, that's the point of all. Everything Pokemon, everything Pokemon Go. It is uh, Pokemon Go Sacramento Social. You're welcome to join it. If you happen to be coming to Sacramento, we are having events as often as we can. If you're in Sacramento, we are having events as often as we can. Um, Mostly as soon as you find something rare, we should drop where it is. We just got a post from Boston earlier today. Nice. But someone catching a Jinx, a Wartortle, a Lickitung, all in the same five minutes of each other. And we were literally about to murder him. Uh, Just a la distance with our mind power because we were so jealous. Um, So we're getting posts from everywhere. So if if you're into it, please join Pokemon Go Sacramento Social. Um, if you have good links to post, please do. Uh, I I loved it so much being here with the two of you. I I've been friends with Robert. This is the first time meeting uh, Mr. Shane, who it is, is literally the shiniest Pokemon master that I have ever. <laughs> Don't met. inflate his ego, please. No, you know what? Let me inflate it until it pops. You are oh wonderfully dedicated. You uh, wonderful 
uh, Pokemon person you, and if uh, anything, maybe you can be willing to trade me or mine some uh, some duplicate shiny uh, Sneasel because uh, Sneasel I definitely amazing. could. Again, I have like nine. Otherwise, he's sending them off to the candy factory. Yeah. I don't no, know. no, they go off to the coat factory where I <laughs> <laughs> make uh, the candy. That makes me not want to trade things anymore. Back to Professor in Pokemon Go is the, what happens. The, all he the videos ground oh, up in the candy. Get, oh no! All right. Anyway, tell me that. I'm sure you'll be back again sometime, Joshua. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, here on the show. Um, I just want to say at the end here, thanks to everybody who's uh, been supporting us and checking us out the first week. We're still a brand new podcast, but uh, this has been a lot of fun. Um, and I'm I'm learning a lot about the Pokemon universe through it. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm loving Go as an AR gamer. And you it's, better be. it's getting me enthused about the 3DS games again, which, you know, Shane's been trying for a very long time. And now it's happening. It's really weird. Anyway, Shane, any uh, last messages from you before we say goodnight? Yeah, I also have another podcast. It's uh, the Ranger Pride podcast it's uh, on twitter at ranger pridecast and we are weekly please listen to us if you have any interest in power rangers or super sentai we talk about both it's a lot of fun we're super positive we don't bring the negative in there so check us out and i will continue to plug orange launch radio uh at olr on twitter and uh the longest running video game podcast on the internet uh, check that out live Sunday nights at the Voice Geeks Network, vognetwork.com, where this lovely podcast is hosted. And I promise to have at least two more shinies by our next episode. At right. least two. You heard it. All right. You sure you can live up to that? <laughs> yeah, easily. He, oh, he it's don't, so easy. Don't, I'll just don't, don't tempt him. He's don't motivated him. by spite. He'll stay up 72 hours in a yep. row to make it happen. Yep. All right. That's going to do it for another episode. We will see you next time on the Pokestop Podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pokestop Podcast. The Pokestop Podcast is an OLR Studios production. For more information on our network of other geek culture shows, visit vognetwork.com.